So I had the idea to do a little go around the table, tell our favorite stories about car shenanigans together. Um, okay. I didn't necessarily have a story to, to begin with, but I can... I got one. I, I could probably tell a good one, but I, actually, the one that I want to hear, I was actually not there for. Okay. Um, and it's the story of Jessica throwing a, a belt in the top. Okay. Oh my god, I was right behind you for <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So okay. I would like I would like Jordan to tell this story okay. about that's, Pierce. That's fine. Yeah. So this, oh my god, this was probably in like 2012, maybe a little bit after that. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. It that, was bro. it was a while ago. Um, what was happening at the time? Uh, Alan had his third gen super. He just swapped in the two J. Is that true? No, it was. I thought it was before that. Cause was we went, it still seven M at that point? Alan wasn't there. Alan was definitely there. Was he? Yes. Oh, you're absolutely right. My car was still partially red at that point. Yep. Um. Okay, so it was a long ass time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah. We, so we were going down. I don't know if they still do this meet because I haven't seen any posts about it in a while. But every year, they used to do what they called May in May. And the first May is M-A-Y, Mid-Atlantic Yodas. But it was put on by the, like, the regional Supra club. And they had this huge, mostly Supra, but but it's a generic Toyota meet at uh, Priority Toyota in Virginia Beach. Which is an enormous Toyota dealership. Um... So big that they have their own barbecue restaurant in the lobby, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But, um, so we were going down there from Richmond. It's about a two and a bit hour drive from Richmond to get to Virginia Beach. And you have to go through the tunnel under the Chesapeake Bay, which is normally a living nightmare. Because if a car breaks down or there's an accident, you get backed up for hours. Even um, if there's not one. Or, yeah. yeah it's people true. just slow down in the tunnel and you're backed up and you sit It's forever. It's terrible. But fortunately on this day, that was not the case. So, Pierce was in front of me in his FC. I was in the MR2. And we had some other people with us, too. And I forget what cars. I think Mitchell Celica was there. Um, but I don't think Mitchell was. I think Billy was driving Mitchell Celica. Shannon point. was there in our MR2, wasn't she? No, this was way before This was before that. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Never mind. Um... But we were drive. We drive through. So, oh, as you do, yeah. as as car people do, when you see a tunnel, you you what? slow down ahead of time, and when you hit the tunnel, you downshift and and tunnel blast. You just hear the the engine echo in the tunnel, which is awesome. Um, so Pierce starts sandbagging in front of me. He's going pretty slow. We hit the tunnel. He takes off, revs his RX-7 all the way to redline. Backfires. Sounds awesome. And then, you know, and, I, and I'm trying to keep up with him in my car. Like, my car doesn't really sound that great, so I wasn't really doing a whole lot. But about halfway through the tunnel, I noticed that the front of my car, I have to use my windshield wipers because the front of my car is getting wet. But it's, like, super streaky and gro- It's coolant. It's not water. It's coolant. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. And when he, when Pierce had, had revved to redline and backfired and all the awesomeness happens... There was some um, debris that came out, <laughs> that came out from underneath this car. I kind of didn't really think a whole lot of it at the time, but like you know, within a few seconds, I'm starting to get peppered with coolant. I'm like, oh no, he threw a belt. And fortunately, we made it all the way through the tunnel and broke down on the shoulder immediately well, outside of the. Tunnel. Okay, all right. So because your car, the car was overheating, the car actually never broke down. Uh, so okay, fair when enough. I when I downshifted in the tunnel, I threw the belt. Um, I wasn't conscious of anything until like fourth gear at seventy five hundred RPM and allegedly my uh, yeah. <laughs> this happened in Mexico, Quote not the Chesapeake yeah. Bay. I don't the know why I thought it was in the Chesapeake the, Bay. The Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> There's some umlauts and stuff. And my coolant temperature sensor buzzer began to go off, um, which the FC is equipped with, and uh, it has come in handy a few times. <laughs> we were less than halfway through the tunnel at that point, and I 
Jordan came over the mic uh, and said something about coolant, and I was like, just absolutely shattered. I knew that this car was about to explode. Um, we did make it to the end of the tunnel before I pulled over because there's nowhere to pull over in the tunnel. No, I pulled over as soon as we got out of the tunnel. Um, and we sat there for like 30 minutes. I had a bottle of water that I put in the radiator and that wasn't, that didn't even begin to top it off. Um, but we sat there for 30 minutes and let it cool down for a little while. And we got to the end of the bridge and we pulled over again as soon as we got off the bridge and I went and got coolant, put it, put the coolant in there. Cause I rode with, I think I was riding with Corey or Billy Ham. somebody. Did, was he there for this? I think so. I feel like I feel, I feel like, like this I remember that. Before we met him, I don't. I feel like, like he was the one that I went to get the belt with at the end of the story. That was Billy. Are you I sure? Almost promise you, it was Billy. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, rode with somebody to get coolant. Got to the Toyota dealership, and I think personally, for me, the best part about this story is that at the dealership, while I was trying to figure out what was going on, it was a Toyota meet. I was the only Mazda there. I had my hood up while I was trying to work on the car. And people kept giving me shit because it wasn't a Toyota. So finally, I went through my glove box, found a 3x5 note card, and wrote on it, It's a 3JZ. <laughs> I forgot about it. I found that note card when I was getting all my shit out of my parents' garage to move out. Like, really? like, like four years ago. Yes. And so, it, like, that note card had been soaked in oil and, like, <laughs> and crap. But I found the note card after, like, you know, five or six years we of should being in the garage. That. Oh, it's yeah, long it's, gone yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. But it, uh, I, I got a good kick out of that one. God bless. That's a great story. Yeah, it is. That's um, a great story. What ended up happening was that the uh, my fan clutch had seized... So it was, um, you know, the clutch wasn't able to viscously adapt, and it just was. It, it continued to throw belts. I threw like three more belts before I finally figured out that the fan clutch was seized. Mm. So that's a good. That's, one. that's yeah, a good. It's a, a great story. One. So one of my favorite stories also involves Pierce also <laughs> driving down sixty four, also in Jessica. <laughs> And I, you'll have to help me, because I was not a part of this event. I was witness to it in the car behind. Is this the gum? This is the gum. Oh, this is the gum. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang> it! <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, help me out, because I think, was Brandon riding with you? No, I was in the Nick, car by Nick myself. Wagner. Nick, Nick Wagner, Wagner was, was in his car. That's right. Okay, I was so, shout out to Nick Wagner. So, shout out to Nick Wagner. Nick Wagner is in Jordan's car in the left lane, right? Yep. And Pierce wanted gum in his car. Because I was bored. Yeah, I was no, 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 hey, I, no. I get it. I'm not judging you at all. Yeah, yeah. Wanted gum in his car in the right lane. Okay. And so as you do, you got he, both of them rolled down their windows. They got as close as they possibly could to each other enough for one person to lean out of one car and another person to lean out of another car and hand off gum. At like at fast speeds in the middle of Mexico somewhere. <laughs> we weren't going that fast. We have old cars. We weren't yeah, going no, that no, fast. No, no, no. It was it was tame tame normal highway speeds. But um, I was in the car behind, and I thought it was the most miraculous thing. I think the funniest part to me was I I I wanted gum. I I mostly just wanted some conversation with some people. Sure, because we were on the driving radio. to Williamsburg, I think. Right, yeah. it was like an hour, like an hour and a half drive. No, I don't think it was that. I thought it was we were going to, and this is we were going to Classics on the Green. Oh, uh, was was it Classics on the Green or was it Cars and Coffee? Williamsburg? I thought we. Were, do you remember when we went to that car meet that was like in a track in Oh, Norfolk? at Langley. At Langley, is that Langley Speedway? That could have been it. I thought I it was that, that trip. Oh, maybe you weren't there for that one. I could have. It doesn't matter. I, I, it doesn't I, matter. Whatever. Um, so, I was actually following Jordan uh, at first, and I pulled out and pulled up and rolled down my window, and I waved at Nick, and Nick rolled down his window, and I shouted, "I was like, hey, you guys have any gum?" <laughs> and Jordan was like, "Yeah." <laughs> And, like, you could tell he was just like, what about it? And I was like, can I have a piece? And Jordan was like, yeah. I was like, Nick, give it to him. And he was like, what? Give him the gum. You 
I heard what I said. I believe that was the same trip you took the picture, the, 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 the I'm firing my laser picture. Yeah. Yes, it was. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I took that picture out of the, out of the sob as you drove past me. What? On really? 64. Yeah, yeah. When we were driving your cars back from Charlottesville. Oh. I took that picture out of the window of the Saab, and you got mad at me because I was driving with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Saab's name, by the way, is Heidi. I don't know if I ever told you guys that. Oh, I did not. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Remember that. Uh, okay, so one of my... I have a bunch, but the one that I, I want to tell right now involves none of you people. Uh, that's uh-huh. fine. But... Uh, me and my, I was riding to uh, a camping event with our, my friend Joe Tolliver, who Corey knows very well. <laughs> shout out to Joe Tolliver, shout who's probably never going to listen to this, but shout out anyway. Um, we were in, this is all allegedly, this may or may not have happened. <laughs> oh no! Wait, wait, which one is this? We were in his, his uh, I don't even know if it was his, it may have been his parents, Toyota Sienna. Minivan. Oh. And he was driving. Oh. I was riding shotgun. We were just cruising. He's done this to me, too. Has he really? Or David did it to me, oh, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> so we're riding on, I don't even think it was a highway. It was like a 55 mile an hour, like, back road highway type thing. Did it to me on chip and hand. Soup. Oh, my God. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and, God. So, <laughs> we're riding at, like, you know, 55, 60 miles an hour down this road, and it's straight and boring, and we're just kind of chilling. And uh, he puts the cruise control on, and I'm just chilling there. And he unbuckles his seatbelt, and I, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, what, okay. He looks at me, and he, he takes his hands off the wheel. I'm like, Joe, what are you doing? He goes, switch! And I go, what? And he jumps out of his seat, crawls over top of me while I scramble to get in the driver's seat. Oh my god. And then take over control of the car. <laughs> we, switched, <laughs> we, we switched seats at 60 miles an hour on the highway. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> wow. Oh, my other favorite story involved, that I immediately thought of, um, involved uh, Mitchell Jew. Shout out to Mitchell Jew again. Um... Uh, allegedly, back in like just either like senior year of high school or just after high school, his Celica was at some point of being broken down for some reason, and he was driving allegedly Billy's at the time F one fifty. This is another great story. It's it wasn't even like a crazy F one fifty. It's just like a generic like late nineties F one fifty automatic. And we went out to a parking lot in the rain, and he proceeded to drift the F-150 around the parking lot in the rain. That is not the story I thought you and were Billy, tell. And Billy found out about this years later, and I think the statute of limitations for him being mad at Mitchell about it is long gone, but... Why would he be mad at I him? thought you were going to... He would have been... This was at a period of time when Billy would have been furious at Mitchell for this. Really? Yes. I, I thought you were going to tell the story, because... Was he? Were you in the car? Or was it just me? Because I also rode a lot. Are you talking about throwing Chinese food back and forth between? No, cars? I'm going to tell that story in a second. <laughs> um, no, I thought I was riding. Maybe it was me. I was riding with Mitchell on um, on Parham, coming across the bridge over the James, going like past uh, Stony Point, right? Mm. And there's just one of those like like two dollar grocery store styrofoam coolers in the middle of the road. And Mitchell hit it, uh-huh. and I, I, I have never seen something break into as many pieces. <laughs> I swear it broke into every individual bead of styrofoam and just exploded up around the truck. He just filled the filled the highway with a huge plume of styrofoam beads. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could not believe it. It was it was like the most epic thing. Uh, I'm sure that I'm I'm hyping that up in my mind a little bit, but I swear we filled two lanes worth of highway with a cloud of styrofoam beats. It was amazing. Uh, uh, um, one of my favorite stories. Uh, 
I was uh, so there's a event that happens in or around Virginia um, every year called Hyperfest. Um, I had been a few times, and then I had taken several years where I didn't go for some reason or another, wasn't able to, or something like that. So it was my first time returning to Hyperfest for a long time. Hyperfest, I was for for reference, is like a drift event slash big track weekend slash there's like live music and vendors it's like a big festival thing it's an automotive amusement park is what they they call yeah, it yeah um, it's a uh, it's just it's just a, a a car nirvana it's um used to be at summit point right now now they recently they've been doing it vir um it's like uh the the, the desert drag event that they had in Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, it's kind of uh, like Street called? Wars. Yeah, yeah, Race Wars. Race Wars. Kind of like it. kind of like Race Wars. It, it has like a Race Wars vibe where during the day everybody is racing cars around the track and during the night everybody just parties their butts off. Yeah. Um, so it's my first time coming back to Hyperfest. I'm in the Arc 7. I'm excited. I'm, we, I've got my good friends. I've got a cooler full of beer. It's summertime. The living is easy. Yeah, it is. We finally get to Summit Point, which is like a three and a half hour drive. We roll up. We park. The first thing I do before I even get out of the car is grab a beer from the cooler. I get out of the car. I'm about to rip that bad boy open and start partying. And my friend, Brian Berkner, <laughs> yeah, he does. steps out of his Miata. Brian is a ginger. Shout out to Brian, who I actually saw today at the junkyard. He, he is... He I'm is, not surprised. I'm not surprised. I don't know why I said that. He is, he is a man. I love Brian Bergner. He is a very pale man. <laughs> he is a ginger. The gingiest of gingers. I get out of the RX-7, ready to party. I'm ready to go. I'm milliseconds away from ripping open my beer and chugging it. And Brian Bergner gets out of his... British Racing Green Miata. What a beautiful car. With and like he one says, of those safari hats, like the big dad hats that it are is, like really... No, it's a fishing hat is yeah, what it is. That's what it is. It's the hat that your dad would hang fishing hooks and bobs <laughs> off of. Yep. And he says, who else is excited, is as excited about sunscreen as I am? And we all just proceeded to just pass out laughing. Except for me. I was so disappointed. I was so upset. Because I was ready to party, and Dad comes out <laughs> of his car with his copper tone SPF 285. <laughs> so, <laughs> never mind. That's not important. <laughs> that was that's a really good one. That's a great story. That is a story that I have told to so many other people yeah. that don't know me or any of my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it uh, just it I love kills. it. I that's love great. it so much. So one of my favorite Hyperfest stories is um there are a lot of them. You yeah. will get a lot yeah. of them. There there are like four more from that trip to Hyperfest yeah. that I'm gonna tell. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Uh so Fast forward to 2017, 2018, excuse me, the most recent Hyperfest. The mm. rainy one? The rainy one. Yeah. Pierce and I... This will, it will forever be known as the rainy one. <laughs> it was... God. It was so bad. It, it, so, it literally eroded the side of the track at VIR to the point where it was covered in mud and they couldn't race anymore. 2018 was, was the second most rainy year in Virginia. Since they started keeping records. In like the 40s or 30s. I thought it was the most. I no, we we I, it it was predicted to be, but we fell short by like four inches. Oh, okay. It was not much. I hate it when you fall short by about four. <laughs> he said, "Yowza." Uh, so, anyways, it is the second night, I think, or no, we were only there for one. We were only night. I was only there for one two night. Days. I think he was there for two nights. We're, so it was it was the nighttime. The first it was that it was that yeah. night. Um, they always do. Well, I don't know if they all have always done this, but they. Have in the past done burnout contests. Oh yeah, there are, there are just awesome stories from this from many burnout contests throughout the year. But m one of my favorites is um, so so when you go to Hyperfest, there's <clears throat> there's a whole paddock at the at the main track full of just incredible cars, everything from basically stock Miatas 
to like twin turbo Audi R8s to radicals to I mean everything. Everything Factory is there. Five has Fa- a booth. Yeah, Factory Five has a booth there. It's just an incredible, incredible display of just about any kind of car that you could and possibly imagine. Are also uh, last year they did um, well. F- ever since they've done it at VIR, they've done off road events too. So there yes. are also which I think they did at Summit Point, but they weren't well. Like I don't think it was ever like part of. It was a you could Hyper do rally ride alongs at Hyper really. Fest. Oh no, but not even a rally. I'm talking about like. There's like an actual off-road like climb oh. and like a trail with okay. like mm-hmm. obstacles that like these Jeeps with like 48-inch tires can't go over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you're into cars or motorized transportation at all, um, you are you are going to like Hyperfest. That's the point. So we, we like to walk around the paddock and talk to people. We know people there, you know. We get to do some ride-alongs and things like that, but we we like to walk around and just um, see what there is to see. Um, and you come across some really interesting things. One of the things that we came across this year <laughs> was a car that shall forever be known as the Great American. The great. <laughs> and I, what it, what model is that? I don't oh, even man, know. It was um, it was like a Lincoln or something. It was huge. Yeah, it was, like was, it was an old. It might have been a Mercury. It's a very old, box, just a boxy. huge sedan, an yeah. 80s American sedan. Yeah, giant V8. It had, uh, what are they called, zoomies? When the Screamer pipes? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I don't know what they're called, but just open when, headers through the uh, hood. Open, open header through the hood. It was. It's painted red, white, and blue. The dash, can, the dash was, I think, full of crushed beer cans <laughs> and, like... And like fake parking slips and stuff like that, right? It's just there to be a spectacle, right? And we're like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is so cool. It's just like this ratty little, not little, this ratty enormous boat of a car. Um, So fast forward to that evening. Who shows up for the burnout contest but the Great American? American. And Pierce and I, at this point... Very drunk. Incredibly inebriated. Were... Not of sound mind. <laughs> so we're standing on a hill surrounding this 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 skid pad that's in, in the bottom of a of a It's it's like it's seriously like the it's like this tiny little parking lot with a little U shaped jersey wall barrier that most people will like pull up and tap their front bumper on the end to do the burnout. But like the whole like little tiny paved area is like down in a little ditch type thing that's surrounded. It's like a ravine almost. Yeah, it's like surrounded on almost all sides by a hill. So it's like you're in a bowl. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So burnout contest pr- pursues, you know, lots of smoke, lots of, you know, lots of fun and, you know, people shredding tires and stuff like that. But the great American rolls in to the burnout pit. And we're all already excited because, I mean, it's going to be incredible. The dude's literally just there to destroy the car. We're pretty sure he's not going to drive it home. Or, or, excuse me, we're pretty sure it's not going to ever move again after (laughs) this thing, right? He pulls up into the pit and... and have neons and stuff. Yeah, he turns on lights and he's got an American flag hanging out the back. And it's like, just incredible. And then, and then, before he starts his burnout... We get the most glorious purge of nitrous yep, that's what out, I was out of the hood. And the whole, I mean, there had to be 3,000 people there. There was a ton. There, a there ton, was a lot of people. A lot of people there. And the whole crowd <laughs> went absolutely <laughs> bananas. I mean, I could not. I Didn't almost lost have LEDs voice. in the purge, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the purge, purge was lit up like a beautiful, glorious blue. I yeah. I was so drunk that I just remember... <laughs> I remember seeing the cloud of purge, and I, I remember feeling like... There was like... I'm proud like, to be me. No, American. For me, it was like... It was like the... I can't remember the name of the song, but it was just like... Oh, like like when the the holy Ave air grenade <laughs> was that Ave Maria? Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, it all happened in slow motion. Yeah. Like I remember the dude like who was waving his cowboy hat. Yeah. The nitrous purge went off, and it was like it just like I remember looking at Corey, and I was like, yeah, slow motion. I don't. I don't actually think that any of our other friends really understood why we Pierce, were just. Pierce was literally like, 
like falling down. He was rolling rug. around on the ground. He couldn't stand on the 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 incline of this bowl. Pierce area. fell over, knocked over a couple of chairs. Nobody was oh, saying. Yeah, there were children. You like knocked a kid over. Dude, oh, yeah. No, he did not. Dude, there was like a kid sitting in there, one of those chairs. There was a no. kid nearby, but you did not knock him over. You did not all knock right, him over. Right. Okay. But I would have felt was, really bad about that. It was absolutely one of the most majestic things I've ever seen in my entire life. And, well, then, and, and then the burnout started. Yeah. <laughs> the burnout started. And he had one red tire and one blue tire. Yeah. It was yeah. glorious. Had, uh, who makes those tires? Kumo does. Kumo? There, well, there are several companies. Okay. Well, did, but yeah. For those of you who don't know, there's, there's these companies that make tires specifically for burnouts that the cloud of, of, of fog that comes off of the, the tire is a color. And it's like very... It's vivid. much more yeah. vivid and vibrant than you would imagine it could possibly be. But he had one red one and one blue one, <laughs> and the crowd—I've the never crowd seen a bananas. crowd respond like that. And he filled the whole bowl full of smoke. Uh, there was—I mean, there was flames coming from the headers. There was flames I mean, it was, coming from the headers. It was like, noisy. It, it was it obnoxious. Filled, you couldn't even see the car. It was so full of smoke yep. you couldn't see the car, except you could see from inside just like the 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 flashes of the flames coming yep. out. Yeah, yeah, and like the neons from underneath the car. It was absolutely uh, fantastic. And I mean, and so I, I'm not. I'm trying not to hijack your story, but it's so exciting. It's fine. Even <laughs> it's in my so mind right now, it's I so have, exciting. I have two more stories it's, that I want to tell about burnout contests at Hyperfest. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's uh so. The the great American is is blowing fire from the stacks. I mean, he's 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 blowing nitrous through this motor that's completely stock. This burnout goes on for like three minutes until finally, like, we start like getting hit by stuff. <laughs> like, around, like everybody around the bowl is getting. Like rained on by rubber chunks. Well, by metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, yes, that's we right. start noticing I like the color that. of the fire from the exhaust is changing from yeah. like red like, to like, like blue like and fuel like, burning flame to like, to like yes blue and like, burning yeah, metal and like actual yes. like ashes and and it, like like chunks of hot metal. Chunks of hot metal are coming out of the headers, raining down into the crowd, and the burnout continues for like. Two more minutes. It was ridiculous. It was he he absolutely obliterated his engine. I don't remember that the car drove moved. away from it that. Did. did it? It drove away, yep, hundred percent. It was it was glorious. So one of my favorite burnout contest stories was from twenty seventeen when neither of y'all were there. Yeah, no. we weren't there. So and there's video of this car. Actually no, this is just one story. It, it's the same car. So I had walked away over the hill and down the other side away from the burnout pit, I guess. And because I had gotten a phone call. So I was on the phone and I heard this enormous bang. So I turned around perfectly in time to see a fireball, like literally a ball of like flaming hot metal that apparently was a chunk of clutch or flywheel fly like. 30 or 40 feet straight up in the air out of the bowl and then fall back down. I was like, holy crap, I've got to go see what happened. It was a, there's videos of it on YouTube. It was a Miata, an LS swapped Miata. A drift car. That blew its clutch and then immediately the entire car caught on fire. <laughs> the guy jumped out as the car was completely engulfed in flame. He like barely made it out in time, but then he ran away and then he came back and grabbed his beer cooler out of the back of the car and yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's, beer. it's a drift it's car and so it's like caged and it's like crazy and uh, but it didn't have a hard time it didn't have a top on it or anything like that so his cooler was just like in the in the parcel shelf like deck behind the behind the driver's seat but um, apparently and I, maybe, most of the people listening have maybe even seen this video but it's an incredible video yeah somebody was the like the guy's lucky that it blew up up instead of into yeah. his legs and yeah. took his legs so off. he's sitting in the car and his his flywheel comes apart and it could have cut his feet off i mean yeah it went through the That's bell the housing but it went it went through the bell housing straight up out of the car cutting the fuel line yeah in half yeah. and just spilled fuel all over the car and so the car ignited and it was this big crazy i'm surprised they let us do a burnout contest again yeah. after that that, that was, was bad wild. That was wild, but the video is insane because this, the person that took it is like 
right there, like four feet away from the car. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I just I remember seeing my my perspective of that mm-hmm. was turning around and watching a chunk of red hot metal flying just thirty feet up into the air out of the bowl over the hill. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And that was that was one of my favorite burnout burnout contest stories. That was an awesome one. Um, so back at Summit Point Hyperfest. Probably like uh, twenty thirteen. I think it was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, I don't remember exactly. So we went we went in oh nine and thirteen was when we went okay. to Summit Point. Um I was one of the main reasons I went to Hyperfest was because there was a cat there who was going to sell me two sets of Stereon wheels, um, which are very good-looking 16-inch OEM manufacturer's wheels that fit very nicely on FCRX7s, if I do say so myself. They do. Um, I am riding with Parker. Shout Parker. <laughs> who is driving his father's Nissan Frontier. Hey, Parker, if you're listening to this, uh, come on down and uh, we'll take a look. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're we're driving. uh, The guy was supposed to bring the wheels to Hyperfest. He didn't. Uh, He said, well, they're just down the street at my house. Um, Down the street ended up being about an hour and 15 minutes away. Keep in mind, this is West Virginia, so there are special kind of people out there. (laughs) We are. We have picked up the wheels. We are heading back to Hyperfest. Uh, on the way up to the dude's house, we had passed this, uh, like uh, just a yard where there was a, a pen full of of kittens, and the uh, there was a sign that said, you know, kittens for sale or whatever. And we didn't we didn't do anything about it when we were going there because we were pissed about how long this was taking and all this other stuff. So on the way back, um, we drive past it again. And I say, yo, Parker, we should take all of those kittens with us to Hyperfest and just pretend like they're ours, pretend like they're homeless, and we could pick up so many chicks. You not, you're not wrong. Parker looked me dead in the eyes from the driver's seat and stopped the car <laughs> in the middle of the highway. And he was like, we are doing this. And I was like, because... I was just like, dude, we can't. We absolutely can't. What are we going to do with them afterwards? And like, I started like backpedaling so hard. I was like, no, no, we can't actually do this. This is a terrible idea. And he was so into it. He like, he almost turned around. He was like about to jump the median. And I just, I started feeling so guilty about the whole thing. I was like, yo, we, what are we going to do with eight kittens? But Parker was into it, man. And Parker... I miss Parker so much. Uh, he's he is one of a kind, that's for sure. And he has he has a sense of humor and an attitude mm. like nobody else. But um, he had to move to New Orleans. Another another in, in the same situation, um, we had parked our cars in the general parking area and walked to the infield of Summit Point, um, where we were going to camp, and we had set up our tent and everything already on the infield, and it was I mean. Like a 10-minute hike from where we had parked our cars. Oh, more, because you have to walk all the way around through the paddock and then come back. Yeah. It's it's a long way. Um, and so when we were driving back, uh, and we were getting back to the track, I was like... No, that was the first year. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was like, man, I don't really want to leave these wheels in your truck in general in general parking. Like, I don't want anybody to walk away with these. Do you have, like, a chain or something we could lock these up with? And he was like, no, I don't. Um, Let me interject real quick. They were not letting vehicles at all. Oh yeah, true story. So, so the, the 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 racing paddock is in the infield, so they don't let general admission into the infield at all until after all the stuff happens. Um, well, for Hyperfest at all, they don't let any general. There's no general admission. You, you couldn't the infield. you couldn't drive vehicles into the infield until after I think it was 5 p.m. But we wanted to get our spot, so we wanted to get oh, okay. it ahead of time. So that was the whole point. Well, anyways, uh, so we've got these. We've got this truck full of wheels and tires, and I was like, "Yo, I don't really want to leave these in general parking. I don't want them to walk away." And Parker was like, "Oh, it's not a problem. Don't worry about it." And he just so we get we get back to the track. He drives up to the racing paddock. 
the dude stops us and he's like, hey, where's your sticker? And Parker's like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a sticker. Um, you know, my team is in here. We're just bringing them tires. Um, we'll just drop them off and we'll be right out. And the dude's like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> and, uh, and so he'd, we drive through the paddock through the woods and into where we're camping and we uh we, that's how uh, we got our primo that's, camping spot. Yeah, that's, that's how we got there allegedly yeah oh who cares it's not at some point anymore no yeah. it is not at some point because of all the fights all the fights and all the meth and all yeah I was gonna say all a lot drugs, of meth all the drugs yeah there's a there's a really uh, there's a really classic video like the the reason that it's not at some point anymore. The last year that it was there. Yep, the there's hijacking the, of the Earth, of the three thousand GT. Yeah, there's, there, that, there's, there's other the, reasons besides that, but yeah. There's that, and then there's a fight in the bleachers. Oh, remember? that's a, that was classic. Yeah, yeah so that's a big my, one. On uh, a guy that I was at Wyotech with, which was the year that year, went to some went to Hyperfest and took that video. That was in like 08, Yeah. I think. Man, I, I I think one of the main reasons they don't do it at some point anymore is because. It's a Summit Point is really cool because they have a lot of really awesome tracks, like all it's it's several tracks, like all really yeah. close together. But they're not the safest tracks ever. And I think the last year they did Hyperfest there, two people died in accidents. Oh really? Really? Yes. Oh there God. was on Summit Main, uh so I don't know if you know Summit Main that well. There's a, a right turn to go into a short straight before you take another right to go onto the main straight. Um, so it's like the second to last turn, they went off course there through a, the only thing separating the track from the woods was a wooden fence. And I believe it was a GTO. Wow. They went off course. There it was an HPDE. They went off, off the track through the fence into the woods, hit a tree and either the driver or the instructor passed away from oh my that God. accident. Yeah. And there was another crash that year where someone passed away and I think that's why they don't do it at some point anymore I could be wrong but that was probably a contributing factor probably so um, <clears throat> so fast forward back to Hyperfest 2018 uh, like I said at VIR at VIR like I said we get to do ride-alongs because we know some people uh, we bring... not, not that it's difficult to do ride-alongs so no it's to totally to fine oh here we go wait wait yeah. That was a good one. That's a real good that one. That was a good one. Uh, so the, the the key, at least for me, the key to having fun at Hyperfest is you pay for the basic entry and you know someone that's driving in the HPDE stuff and you bring your helmet and a long sleeve shirt and you just, you pay the basic entry and you just ride along with those people. Or you just have boobs like Sarah and or ride around in supercharged Audi, Audi R8s all day. Yeah. Audi R8s. Audi R8s. So, shout out to Sarah. Shout out to Sarah, Sarah. Martinson. Who has boobs? <laughs> I guess so. Dude, she's been coming since the beginning. She came in yeah. 09. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's true. True yeah. story. She's been along. She's OG. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, she not she. Wow. I <laughs> <laughs> pronouns, brah. Pronouns are important in 2019. Um, I got to ride in. Um, so the year before, I rode in our friend Eric's Miata. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to Eric. So he's there with his friend Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, Kyle yes. who is a insane motherfucker, and I love him. Yes, he's, he's also like six foot eight. Yeah, yeah, he's huge. He's huge. He drives an X X spec Miata, NA. right? Na Na Miata. Um, so like a race car, you know, yeah, yeah. for real race it's car. The first first car with a full cage I've ever ridden in. Yeah. So and you learn real quick. Close the door before you put your harness on. Because yeah. once you put the harness on, you can't, you can't reach the you door. You can't reach the door anymore. <laughs> so I got to ride with him um, in, in an HPD uh, session. Uh, and at the, like we said, this is the Hyperfest full of rain. So um, the track conditions were bad. They kept canceling these hyper, these uh, these sessions. Yep. Um, and this session is, is for the instructors. So this is when the instructors who are... Spent who have spent all day with you know essentially novice drivers teaching them how to drive around Summit Point or Summit Point VIR uh, get to go out and have fun. This is their time to have fun, and so that's always the one that they cancel. 
to, to make up time in the schedule. So they had been canceling these people's. It's super lame. It's really unfortunate. Because they, they, the instructors instruct in exchange for free track time. Right. Like, they don't get paid. They just get free track time. So if you cancel the instructor sessions, they don't get to drive, which is super lame. Right. So these guys are, are a little mad pent up yeah they're a little pent that's a much better word they were a little pent up at this point um so we go out on track and this is a run what you run like whatever goes out on track that like full like it's a very diverse crowd of cars yeah i i i don't want to use the word full contact but there aren't a (laughs) lot of rules as Contact is severely frowned upon. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Nobody's contacting anything. But the point is, like, passing is allowed, you yeah. know. It's open it's, passing. It's open passing. There's, it, it, it's, it's whatever, you know. So you go out there in one of the slowest cars on track, if not the slowest car on track, in the Miata. It's still a lot of fun to ride in, but it's slow, right? Compared to, like, the Corvettes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and we're out there with Corvettes and these high-power BMWs and, and all sorts of Mustangs and a Radical and a Ferrari, I think, was out there with Oh, us yeah, too. there's a Ferrari Challenge that sounded orgasmic as it went around the track. I was on track in Eric's Miata at the same time as a Corvette ZR1. Yeah. Really? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. So, very, very, very fast cars. Um, so, the Miatas, they like to stage at the back of the pack so they don't have to be in the way of these people, right? Well, as it happens, we get into traffic. Not a big deal. Kyle is an amazing driver. He's keeping up with these Mustangs and these BMWs through turns, especially in the first part of the track. So all these people catch us on the on the main straight right before turn one, right? Back straight. Back, excuse me, back straight. Um, right before turn one. Uh, turn one into turn two is, is about 180 degrees. It's like a really weird... I, it's double not. It, a, it's not even really a double apex. It's just a really weird. It's a. It's turn. actually a really wide hairpin. Yeah. It's not really a hairpin, but it's 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 that. It's not constant radius. Yeah. It's, so it's a very strange turn. Anyways, we're in the back of the or no, we're in the middle of this pack of cars, but keeping pace because this is a slow part of the track, and you know the Miata handles amazingly. Kyle's an amazing driver, so we come through turn turn turns one and two. Coming down a, a little straight into turn three. Whatever NASCAR is, yeah. Still, still, you know, keeping pace with these cars. Um, obviously, we're now in their way. We're gonna get to a faster part of the track, so we want to kind of make it out of the way. So it's, I, I don't, I'm gonna mess up the order, but it's effectively, it's a, it's a Corvette in front, like a C5 Corvette in front. You know, maybe a BMW, a Mustang, then us, and then another BMW, and then another BMW, or another Mustang, or something like that. Um, yeah. So. Going through turn three, everybody's cool. Uh, another kind of little little straight right into turn four. Turn four is a hard hard left. Uh, the Corvette in front goes uh, over over steers. No, sorry, under steers out of turn off the end of turn four uh, into the grass. Over corrects, comes back across the track, facing the wrong direction, mm. right into the middle of traffic, and. And the, the it was the most terrifying thing that I've ever seen. It was um, like it was like the too fast, too furious yes. scramble in like, the middle of the track. It's, we a need, it's a scramble, right? So everybody picks a spot. This guy's sliding across the track. I'm like looking this guy basically in the eyes because <laughs> we're looking at each other. Everybody picks a lane, dodges around him. Everybody makes it through. Like I, I the, that the guy in the Corvette was fine. He met, eventually got got back in the pack, but like everybody's on their brakes, everybody's looking in their rear views, and everybody picks a little lane, and we end up like four or five wide on the track, Ooh. like trying to dodge around this car, and it was, I, I mean, my my butthole took a bite out of the seat. I mean, it was <laughs> it was so bad. So we get through, we get like we finally like a, like get through turn five and like going up into turn six is the the climbing s's under the bridge you go into the bridge and the climbing s's and stuff like that it's a it's a little bit i don't want to say it's a calm part of the track because in a miata with sticky tires you can do it completely flat out yeah yeah so it's it's a very fun part of the track but it's scary it's it's incredibly scary if, if you're if you're there for the first time with a driver you don't really know who's batshit insane he is yes which is where i kyle which is where i am um 
And God, so it's 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 like the only point of the track, or one of the only points of the track, where you can take a breath though and like talk to your co- to your passenger. I wouldn't talk to a driver. In that <laughs> no, part. no, but but Kyle, Kyle, I can't. I hear him go, <sighs> <laughs> and he looks over at me as much as he can turn his head. He looks over at me and he goes, "I think I just shit myself." <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> and I was like, "Me too, buddy." <laughs> And we we eventually made it up, and you know the the session went off without a hitch after that. But God bless America. I have I have never been more terrified in my entire life, <laughs> I, and I've been upside down in cars. I've been yeah. all over the place. But yeah, that was so terrifying. Yeah, I, I think it's maybe it's the lack of control. Yeah, being, it's, being a passenger exactly. in that situation. That's, I hear you so much on is that. What terrifies uh, me. I, I, but I got I got out of the car and I was like. Yeah, I don't need to do this. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is this is as much track experience as I need. So that's, that's I'm trying to get this this Corolla to be a track car, and I'm, I've basically only done Dominion Raceway so far, which a lot of people don't like because there's a lot of walls really close to the track, which is, it's kind of freaky, I guess. And a weird. Um, and there's a huge bump on yeah. the on the last turn, which yeah. is really bad, but. It's a relatively low speed track, so it's for me. It's been really nice to learn on it because I can just kind of in, in my slow car, I can just beat the crap out of it and still have fun. Vir is much higher speed, and and the idea of racing, or not racing, but driving my cars on a track that fast is really scary to me, personally. That's just personal opinion, whatever. Anyway, I mean, I can't wait. I um, would really like to have. The FC ready for Hyperfest? Uh, some event. Hyperfest. To do at Hyperfest this year, yes. At least for me, I was looking at the prices for doing any kind of HPD at VIR is like two yeah. plus times more expensive than doing one at Dominion. I know, I'm aware. So it's, I mean, it's um, worth it, but it's it's a lot. Of I'm going to do whatever Steve did last year. Because that was oh, just on, a, uh, on Patriot Course? Yeah, because wasn't that just... Oh, was that Patriot Course? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he did pace laps on full course. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I guess it was HPD or track cross on the... Okay. Patriot now, I was thinking about trying to do the, the pace laps, I guess. Because, I mean... Oh. It's still FC pretty is, quick. FC is not fast. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's just be real. Uh, it's okay. Slow cars are fun. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So one of my memories from this past Hyperfest. So it like we said, it was raining a lot that weekend. So it was very hot and very, <laughs> very, very humid. <coughs> and on the last day, <coughs> bless, bless you. you. Good grief. All right. You good. Yep. All right. So it was like the last day, and I had caught up with. Um, this guy, I think his name is Johnny, I'm pretty sure. Johnny Lackey? Yeah, Johnny yeah, Lackey Celica. with the Celica. He yeah, has yeah, a, yeah. A amazing white first-gen Celica. I was actually looking at the pictures of that May and May event that we were just talking he about. He was there. He was there, yeah. Yep. His and car have, is parked right next to you. I have pictures of him from Autocross at yeah, yeah. VMP, which is the on, literally the only Autocross he has ever done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I mentioned that to him. I was like, dude, I have pictures of this car at Autocross. He was like, I've literally only done one like 10 years ago. I was like, I was there. <laughs> which is cool so I really wanted to ride along in the car with him and he was totally down with it but to ride on track you have to have long pants and a long sleeve shirt to be in a car on track at VIR for some reason even if it's cotton it's still going to melt to your skin whatever <laughs> um, so he was like two minutes from going on track for his session and I was like Please wait. I'm going to sprint back to my car, which is like, all, like I don't know, a quarter mile away. And I so I sprinted from his paddock all the way to my car, grabbed my jeans and my helmet, and sprinted all the way back and, like, stripped down in his trailer, like, throwing clothes on, trying to get in his car. And then we went out on track, and because I had been riding with Eric and Kyle all weekend in their Miatas, so being in, like, you know, a 70s Celica with a solid axle was a completely yeah. different experience because he's literally sliding around on track the entire time. And it was terrifying and amazing, and I love that car, and he's the nicest dude ever. He's super cool. Thanks for letting me ride because that was the bomb. 
Also, while I was on track with him, they had a full course red, which I had not seen up until that point that weekend, even with the rain. Hmm. So somebody in an S2000, somewhere around turn 14, like roller coaster-ish, or maybe it was hog pen, but somebody had gone way, way off in an S2000, and they were pulling his car out of the woods. Oh, I, yeah. I remember watching. Um, I remember watching that happen. Actually, he you like saw the car go off. I saw the car go off from where I was on where we were on the other end of the track. He he like went off because it was in the infield, right? Um, no, he went like off. Or to am the I outside. thinking? Of, okay, I must be thinking of a different accident. No, he then. he went right. like he like Are you th- went way off out here. Like he missed the braking zone from the back straight into roller coaster and just went straight off into the woods. I, the first time, the first time I went. Over roller coaster in Eric's car, no, not Eric's car, in Kyle's car. I thought I was gonna die. That's the scariest turn on the track for me. It, the it, blind, yeah, the yeah. Blind so, road. so it's a block. Well, that, that and turn, uh, turn ten, the south bend where it's like over the hill right before Oak Tree. Yeah, yeah. You right. can't that's, see that's, the track. That's the most terrifying one to me. That where blind, the radical went off. The that blind hill. Yes, I was. I, you're thinking of the radical story. Yeah, yeah. The radical. The no, radical. no, though. I, I actually remember now. It was one of the spec uh, BMWs. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, you should tell the radical story in a second. But yeah. anyways, so yeah, going over roller coaster uh, in in Kyle's car because it's a it's a blind. Yeah, it's off camber. Yeah, it's an off camber blind like crested downhill right hand turn. It's 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 so we went over like right right as you we crested. I looked and there's just dirt. Oh, all the way across uh, the track, and I was like, "This is how I die." This well, is here's the thing: I feel so like no, I'm not trying. I'm, Eric is an amazing driver, and I feel safe in his car with his driving. I feel so much safer on that track in a car with a full roll cage. You, you're not wrong. Oh my gosh, you're not wrong. It just it was terrifying because it was the first the first lap. Yeah, I mean it's the very first lap, and I you know I don't know this guy. And I don't know the car, and I don't. It was. It's almost the kind of thing. Where and, and honestly, the first you, lap. If you go over there, it's not like you're just in grass for like a mile. Yeah, there's so a lot of runoff. It's not. We would have been fine. Right. And Kyle's an amazing driver, and he was awesome, and I will ride in his car again. But it was horrifying. I am drinking a Collective Arts Saint of Circumstance, which is a citrus blonde ale uh, with orange and lemon zest. Y'all, look at the haze on this thing. It's beautiful. It's not even that... Oh, it's like halfway down. What? I'm saying. That's weird. Wow. It's like only hazy halfway down yeah. through the beer. It's delicious, too. I have That's not seen that before. We were drinking before... Corey and I were both drinking Green Dreams double IPA from Triple Crossing, which is phenomenal. And then he moved on to a Richmond Lager by Hardywood, and I am currently drinking a rather old Christmas at Midnight by Midnight Brewery, which is pretty good. Hmm. I, before this beer, I was drinking a Lagunitas Super Cluster Ale, um, which is a Citra Hopped Mega Ale, um, which was really good. It had a lot of sediment at the bottom that was really bitter, though. Oh, really? Yep. The And then before that, I was drinking a Cricket Run Cruise Control Pilsner, um, which was a very, actually strong, I thought it was an IPA, honestly. Uh, I didn't even realize it was a Pilsner. Um... <laughs> From Sterling, Virginia. All very good beers. Virginia is the place to be for beer right now on the East Coast. It's it is really good. I don't remember the the radical story. Radical story. So it wasn't really so much of a story. It was. I mean, I guess it kind of is. So we for Hyperfest last year, twenty eighteen, the the rainy one. We were we all camped in South Paddock because even though it's kind of far away from all the action. You get a nice quiet camping spot without a whole bunch of people walking through it, and you're right off of you're right next to Oak Tree Turn. So like people coming out of that into the back straight are like flooring, flooring it. it. So you get all the really nice exhaust noise. We also were <clears throat> parked right next to Ryan Literal, mm-hmm. who's a pro drifter. He's just the he's absolutely one of my heroes. I fangirled so hard that I got to party with him. And Larry Chen rolled through. Larry Chen, yeah, Larry Chen. Shout was out also to Larry there. Chen who will never hear this podcast. Shout out to cool Ryan Literal who will also never hear this podcast ever. But um, so we're sitting in South Paddock, so you get a nice view of like the if you can if you know VIR, you, there's like the back street, and then before that is Oak Tree, 
And then you can kind of see like the blind turn number 10 South Bend as it goes down into Oak Tree. And this is like one of the rainier sessions, I think, or it had just rained or something. And this guy in a radical comes over turn 10 South Bend to go down into like towards Oak Tree. And he totally does not make the turn. And he flies off the track. And from our perspective, he like goes down the hill in the grass and like disappears because it's kind of like a ravine there in the middle. (laughs) And we don't see him for a little while. And we're like, oh, I hope he's okay. And like a solid like three or four minutes later he we see him creeping up he i mean this wet grass is like ice with slick tires so he's but he's like creeping oh the purple one yeah yeah Yeah, he's he's, he's like we see him like come up over the hill toward us like he had gone down through the ravine first first he tried to climb back up on the turn 10 oh did he (laughs) yeah he tried to climb back up on the turn 10 and he wasn't making he was like he started he was going up the hill and then he started moving sideways he was like crab walking sideways because he couldn't go up anymore and then he he like j turned it back down the hill but we we seeing him like appear over the horizon like yeah. a ship at sea it was we, we all just started cheering it was glorious we, it, was, waved, was funny. it was wonderful we, yeah there was maybe five of us there yeah standing there and we're like on the other side of the track he's he's like a couple hundred yards away from us and we're but we can hear him screaming we can hear him like rah, 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 yeah, trying yeah. to get through the through the the wet grass. Right, right. But my point is we're screaming our lungs out, yelling and just like fists in the air. Can't believe this man. So excited for him. And he heard us. Yep. He heard in us. In a radical. Yeah, in a crazy. radical. <laughs> An open-topped race high-up-powered race car thing. With a helmet on. Yeah. That was that was one of my favorite things that weekend. It was so good. That was a that was really, really great. I man, I, I just can't even, like, for people who weren't there, I cannot even emphasize how freaking much rain there was. Yeah. It was so crazy. Yeah. It rained, like, every 10 minutes for about 15 minutes. <laughs> Wait, like, what? There was, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> there were 15 minutes of rain every 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 Um, except for, like, the like one part rain. of Sunday, like, it, it stopped. Friday night was the worst, and most of the yeah. day Saturday was okay. And Sunday was alright, too. But Friday, Friday night and, like, Saturday morning were really, really bad. Yeah. I was seriously regretting going until we actually started doing things. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's like, it's... I, I, I mentioned this to Steve, I think, before he came. Shout out to Steve Kilman, who might actually listen to this. Um... I, I mentioned to him, I was like, I had heard the phrase before that fun is best when it's over. So, like, we're, we, it was, like, me, Steve Kellen, and Brian were all sitting underneath. We had taken one of our, like, easy up tent things and, like, moved it over. <laughs> we had scooched it over to the fence yeah. and, like, zip-tied it to the fence so it wouldn't blow away. And we're all huddling under that, like, standing in a three-inch torrent of water. <laughs> As it downpoured, watching the cars go by, and uh, yeah, fun is best when it's over because it sucks. Like that sucked really bad to be in that much rain, but like looking back on it, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, so when we first got there, I I don't remember like some people got there ahead of us. Me, me, Stephen, Brian got there first. I yeah. forgot my helmet, so I like thirty That's minutes right. into the trip, I realized I forgot my helmet, and I was like, "No, I'm not doing this. I, I need my helmet." So I turned yeah. around and went back, and I yeah. ended up being like two so, hours late. So we got there in, in staggered like times, right? Uh, and we all took easy ups with us uh, to make like a big tent oh, city God. out of it, right? Tent city. So, um. We're all going to camp together, sleep in our cars, we have tents, blah, 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 this whole thing, right? So we get there. Uh, Jordan and Steve and Brian had already been there, right? And me and Tom and Pierce? Steve Gwynn. No, not Steve, me. Steve Gwynn and... Uh, Shout out to Steve Gwynn. Yeah, hey, Pierce, Levi. Pierce was, Pierce was almost there. Um, anyways, we roll up and find them camped. And, like, they had, they had some of their easy ups set up. And then there was... 
there was <laughs> what can only be described as a pile of bent and twisted metal. <laughs> the the I, don't, I was hoping you weren't gonna break the, this. The up. carcass, <laughs> which of what I, once was yes, the, the remnants of an easy. Okay, so what ha- happened was. We had set up the easy ups and we had backed like we had set up one and we had backed up my matrix to one side and Steve's Miata to one side and Brian's FX 16 to the other side. So we had like kind of cars on three edges of it backed up. So like my hatch could be open and Brian's hatch could be open without getting rain in the cars. Nice. I I had tethered down. It was also windy. It was raining and it was windy. So I yeah, there it is. Thank you for pointing that out and bringing up this lovely memory. (laughs) So I had tethered with ratchet straps the easy up to like the spokes of my wheels to keep it from blowing away. Because we weren't smart enough to bring weights or spikes or anything. I don't have money to buy weights. No, no, I'm with you. (laughs) But. Um, so we decided, okay, we need to make an, uh, you know, a provisions run to Walmart or whatever, which is like a really long way away from BIR, but we had to, we we needed to go out and get some stuff. So we all piled into my matrix to go get stuff and I move, I pull forward like three feet and rip the easy up down into pieces (laughs) because I forgot to untether it from my wheels. (laughs) So, we just added more easy ups to the list of things to get and uh, took the carcass of the easy up and just kind of pushed it out close to the woods almost. And just for my. Allegedly. Shame for. No, I I picked that thing up and carried it to the dumpster on the last day. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Good good for uh, you. I'm not going to leave a a bad point. Good for you. Good for you. But, um, yeah, that was. The weekend was starting great between the rain and me, like, denting my car. And I think I actually dented Steve's Miata and scratched Brian's FX with it. But nobody really cared. It was kind of an understandable thing. But I still felt really bad about it. Thank you for bringing it up. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) I wasn't going to let you live that one down. You you are more than welcome to bring up any of my tragic stories. It's fine. I deserve it. Anyway, it was a lovely start to the weekend. (laughs) 